the JSA Clicks Podcast, the show where we discuss high-level competitive, casual, and everything in between. Your host is Jay Solomon, and now, on to the show. Hey everyone, this is the JSA Clicks Podcast, episode number... Definitely a number. It's it's a number. I don't know what it is. It's maybe it's forty. It's almost I forty. It's, I think it's somewhere in the forties. It might be. I don't know. No, it might be actually. It might be after. It might be like forty. I don't. Nobody it's cares. More than one and less than a hundred. Yes. As long as Both when I go and actually publish, it doesn't say the wrong number. <laughs> we discuss the competitive heroclix environment as well as any alternate formats that are currently relevant. I'm your host, Jay Solomon, and today I'm joined by my co-hosts who are. Both much better hero clicks than me. We have Devin. Hello. And we have Azareth. Hey, everybody. This is what, your third, fourth time? Something like that. Azareth, our person that we have on the podcast because he actually goes to tournaments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, the Jay, one and, I are, Jay and I have to two. rely on other people to uh, tell us about tournaments secondhand. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've played some online, but, like, I mean, now if I'm doing sandbox stuff, which I'm a little behind on organizing tournaments, then, yeah. Okay, so... I haven't played that many online tournaments recently. It's been mostly in person. I just haven't played. Well, we're Canadian and we're uh, responsible, so... Yeah, no, that's fair. I've actually, since the last time I was on, I've been to two tournaments, played two different teams. What was the Master Mold event at Jay's in Columbus? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, So before we get... So the actual thing we're talking about is the Huntington's event. It wasn't that big, but it was, like, the main thing. But before... The the Huntsville event, not the Huntington's event. (laughs) The whatever... Whatever, whichever was... The Lucky Dice Master Mold Mega Event extravaganza thing. So... But Empire got delayed now, so it was supposed yeah. to be... Is it, is it slated for November? I don't know. May as well go over these previews quickly, because we've got a question for the uh, fall set now. Has to get delayed. Uh, COVID, apparently. So, I mean, rel- I mean, yeah, so we can talk about these relatively quickly. Uh, before we talk about the event, Scroll Spy, Common, 4-Range, Scrolls, Team Ability, 20 points. Scroll Soldier Spy Keywords. It is a sidekick, has one trait, Secret Invasion, Sideline Active. For all characters with this trait, when an opposing character is KO'd, you may choose choose a Scroll Spy on your sideline and roll a D6. Five to six, generate this chosen Scroll Spy from your sideline on click number two in the square the KO'd character lost occupied. So if you get that, it comes in on Dog's Bark, apparently. Uh, a movement sidestep, 10 attack, 16 defense, and one damage with close combat expert. Get uh, three clicks at that point, but if you pay for it properly, it starts with stealth and shape change with two damage. So it's okay. I, I mean, I love these new sideline active, other than just the troubler troublemakers and like the way IDs were. I love like these also, new mechanics. Like this in the Sentinel Commons, you don't need yep. like ten Vulcan chases or whatever. That's right. interesting. Um, I don't. <laughs> Not that I don't like the effect. I just think it should cost points. I mean, that's, that's fair. The, like, I don't like free uh, things ever. But, but to be to be fair, 
uh, at least like this, you don't have an easy way of not giving up the points to kill it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it's true. like it's it's not you know always correct to bring in or whatever. It's just I think it's weird to have game elements that are on your sideline only for their sideline active and are completely free. I didn't like it. I I just don't like it in principle. I don't think this is too powerful for that or anything. Um, it's just I do think that like the troublers and troublemakers are too powerful and too expensive for that. I, I think agree. they should be like five points each or whatever. Um, which they're they're too game impacting to be free. Yeah, exactly. So in order to prevent that from happening, I think that we just shouldn't have sideline actives that are free. That's fair. Even if every sideline active game element on your sideline costed like one point as a default. Yeah, exactly. That's like something. Or like you pay X amount of points to have access to your sideline. Right. If if you don't have a main force figure that gives you access to a sideline element. Yeah, if you're telling me at one point... For a Brainiac axis is not worth it. You you are uh, playing a game where Brainiac is worth ten points. So, and if you make it like three points, then that allows you to play extra specs as not a fifteen point object. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, the I think you, is you did mention easy. something interesting. They're bringing back shape change. That is interesting. I think they, they kind of have to. I think they said that the bench wasn't like. A hundred thousand percent if it was necessary. Like I feel like this, this is, is pretty the one. quick to unbench it though. Yeah, but like there was also um Yeah. Yeah. Shape change specifically, I'm a little surprised about. It's just always seemed like a weird, you know, defense power in the damage slot power. So I yeah. thought yeah. that when they benched it they might be considering changing the power completely. But uh if they're bring it back already, probably not. Which then makes I mean, me it might be just, just for the scrolls. Period. Yeah. Huh, yeah. yeah uh, I mean, but point cool. being, the, I, the scroll spy is okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fine. I, I don't... I, I don't know, I guess. You probably never can, play him on your main force? Uh, no. For, I think there's better scrolls. Like, yeah, I don't in the think Fantastic you really... Force set... Yeah, I don't think he has an impact in, like, the scroll teams people were trying to build. Um, no, the scroll Although, partially, that's gotten harder because a bunch of those were in the Captain Marvel movie set, which is gone now. Specifically the scroll general. Correct, yeah, yeah. The, the infiltrator is also 20 points and better in every way. Like, uh, the thing is only yeah. 10 points more. Yeah, like, he's not worth Oh, no, scroll like, general was from Fantastic Four. That was the good one. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Right, I'm just talking about in this point range. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Yeah, anyway, um, that team may be worth revisiting at some point, but I don't think that this moves the needle on it. Um, other than being interesting to put on your sideline for that team, I guess, because it is better I mean, to bring in on that team than it would be on others. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, like the Skrull Human Torch is really good. Um, you could, like, theoretically kill a Fulcum. Like, you could definitely trade up. I mean, you'll use him if you could trade up or if you really need to tie somebody down. But he's Like most of the, like, trouble alerty things, it's... Nice to have it on your sideline as an option. You won't always bring it in when you can. Yeah. I mean, not, not to mention that it is uh, luck-related, so... Yep. Sure yeah, is. this particular one. I mean, they're kind of all luck-related. This one is, like, you have to make the... It's post-decision luck-based. Whereas for, like, trouble alerts, the luck is whether you get to bring them in, and then you make the decision after yeah. you've gotten you that could, luck. And you could be much more proactive with planning on the trouble alert troublemakers, mm-hmm. just based on how you built your team. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, the luck on them is weird because like things like Starro used to mm-hmm. make it nearly impossible to not bring one in. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I mean, I have seen a Starface crit hit. Uh, so yep. Happens pretty, to pretty uh, both things, you and me when we were playing Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> That's... That's... Oh. Not what I meant. I meant when they wanted to, but they should, yeah, Daredevil, Daredevil should, uh, whatever. So, uh, Rocket Raccoon Uncommon, uh, six range two targets, fifty points. The uh, there's a new team ability, Guardians team ability, which if anybody's familiar, oh. uh, it's the same as the Watchmen team ability that we had years ago. It is uh, there. Uh, there was it. Their combat values can be modified by opposing characters. I just am double check. I'm looking on clicks next. I don't know if the text is anywhere. I don't know if it was uploaded to. Oh, so the it's, one is. It's down, it's so. similar to the the Kingdom Come. Team right. I just can't. Yeah. I just can't remember. Except they can be modified by friendlies, I guess. Right. I just can't remember if it's opposing characters or opposing effects. But I yeah. I don't have the text in front of me. Uh, he also uh, Animal Guardians of the Galaxy keywords. He has a trait follow up free once per turn for all characters with a follow up trait. Make an attack using Rocket Raccoon's printed combat values, but only to target a single character hit with an attack made by another friendly character with the Guardians of the Galaxy keyword. Um, I mean, he's a 50.0k okay character, but it's nice to see what this mechanic is. So Yeah, and I, I like that if they are going to go the route of allowing characters to attack more than once, they are starting to put caps on what it can do. The, the printed combat values is very important. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's well. I wouldn't even play this in casual, but like, wow. I play him on a Guardians of the Galaxy theme. I feel like there's if you're, better if you're playing ca- if you're playing casually, probably better rockets, but yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he's very okay. I mean, free attacks um, are always good. So <laughs> yeah, well, he's have... probably eleven for three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's fine. Just not to, he doesn't like jump onto your action after taxi, whatever teams. Right. I, know, I mean, he's not competitive, but no. But I'm sure there will be at least one character with the uh, with the ability that's free. That's uh, good. So we have Hulkling, who has a lot of stuff going on. Uh, he is 175 or 60 points. Cosmic energy, scroll team ability. Keywords are he flies. Jeez. Avengers, Cosmic, Guardians of the Galaxy, Kree, Ruler, Skrulls, Warrior, Young Avengers, jeez. Captain, when establishing theme teams, characters on your starting force with the Kree keyword gain the Skrulls keyword and vice versa. Neat. Traded Leadership Mastermind, when he uses leadership and succeeds, you may instead generate a 002 Skrull Spy or a 003 Kree Soldier on click number one. I don't think we've seen... No, we haven't seen a soldier. Sorry. Um... Another trait, free, choose a friendly psychic and choose Blades, Class, Fangs, or Exploit, Weakness. The chosen psychic can use the chosen standard power this turn. Special attack power that he starts with, or he has on his whole dial. Blades, Class, Fangs, when Hulkling uses it, after resolutions, you may place a, an adjacent friendly character or a hit opposing character a number of squares away from their current square equal to the, the D6 result. So the weapon so, hacks, the weapon hacks blades. So he's nine clicks or four clicks. Jeez. Uh, so a bunch of charge and flurries, special power reducers, shape change. So top dial is pretty 
it's not easy to hit between impervious rolls, four to six shape change, and mastermind, and all that's protected outwit. Like, I don't think he's competitive, though. Like, he's very... I don't... Like, he looks appropriately... He's, what, 175-point charge blades piece? He... Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even have flurry? He does, as a standard power does... later. Oh, okay. Yeah. And our favorite mechanic has returned. Captains and sidekicks. Yay. So excited. Yeah. Uh, this is not talk amongst yourselves. So I have to either. go for um, something. Now, I do think where he has a place is in a high-point casual game hmm? where you can play him with the Chase Captain Marvel from the Captain Marvel movie set that says all of your Kree characters have <laughs> protected opposing probs. Yeah. And and all those effects. <laughs> that's about the only thing that's really cool about him, other than the sculpt looks good. Yeah, I mean, you know, his powers are kind of interesting. Leadership Mastermind Cosmic Energy is nice, but yeah, he's just... Not quite there, I don't think. So how how many points would he have to be? A hundred. hundred atop that. I, I think that's a bit ridiculous. I feel like... For a charge piece? Nah. I, okay, if he if he had a range... I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's, it, that's okay. Emperor yeah, that's a, Yeah. I just... You can't make it charge character work it just it's not a thing and the 60 point line is really really bad so as I say, but, prime mimic is 60 points <laughs> at his close combat uh, at, at, at his low point okay so we have mr fantastic super rare three range fantastic core team ability obviously 75 or 30 points but you only really care about the 30 Armor, Avengers, Fantastic Four, Illuminati, Kree, Scientists, Scrolls. Jeez. Armor? Interesting. Uh, um, rally. All opposing... Yeah, he's wearing a uh, suit of Iron Man armor. Yeah, I was more confused about the Scrolls. Wait, then he should have Stark Industries. No, I knew that. Um, I mean, he has Korean Scrolls for the Kree Scroll Alliance. Yeah, that's so weird. So, trait, rally four for all attack rolls, and then he has plasticity, period. Then free, remove the rally die, remove Mr. Fantastic's rally die, and choose an opposing character within range and line of fire. If you did until your next turn, the chosen character gains mobile. That's a three range. Uh, another trait when Mr. Fantastic is given a move action, after resolutions, remove all non debris terrain markers within range. Again, three. And then special attack power that he starts with on either line, Quake Giant reach three, so he's either uh, charge. Does he have one click of a pucks in the middle, or is that an error? Uh, for, th- for 30 points, you get both of these. These lines are inconsistent. I'm going to have to yell at you. They are, yes. <laughs> for 30 points, you have the attack power, sidestep, toughness, three clicks, and at wit. So he... He's pretty is good. His range, is his pretty range good enough for what you want to do with him? I feel like if you had a perplex, he can be pretty reasonable. In this in this in this environment, I think that's yeah. a. I I think he's fine at at low. I will look forward to seeing him on like Fantastic Four team sidelines. Anybody yep. who can be playing Molecule Man should be playing Molecule Man instead. Uh, he also can fit with Professor X because he has Illuminati. Ooh, yeah, that's nice. Good point. He's so. also if you are a theme that can't play Molecule Man, 
he's a good counter to Mulligan Man if you can get him in range. This is true. I mean, so yeah, so he sidesteps and he flies, so he can be so that's eleven movement, and then so if you're in row six, he's hitting barrier on row sixteen unassisted. That's fine. Yeah. If you're on a scientist theme team and you TK him with the flash, that's the board. Yep. So now, what if you played him in golden or bronze and gave him the sniper rifle? <laughs> that's that's a spicy meatball. I got it. <laughs> He'd be much better at removing terrain markers, <laughs> but uh, you might want to figure out something better to do with your sniper rifle construct. <laughs> Well, he can also I mean, give somebody. He can also give somebody uh, immobile from sixteen squares away. Yeah, that's true. If you've <laughs> rolled a four, yeah, <laughs> or they have, it's all attack. Yeah. So as far as rally goes, I've already played games where I had like I had one team with just Professor X, no other rally, and he had like five dice at one point. Yeah. I don't. I never <laughs> had to roll leadership successfully. The rally so. gets a little out of hand, <laughs> especially on. I mean, he's attacks. also like he's also. Outwit, like he's definitely. Yeah. I think he's he's. I think he's a tier. I don't think he's like must play, but I definitely think between the swapping and his own kit, I think he's a tier. Honestly, I think the hardest part about rally, kind of going back to the rally mechanic, that I've learned is as meta competitive players, we don't pay attention to what the dice are, <laughs> just whether it hits or misses. <laughs> so to remembering start. to look for the number. Like, wait, was there a five in that roll? Oh no. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I I never understood why they randomly put him in a suit of Iron Man armor for this storyline. It didn't really make sense in the storyline. It just they just wanted him to they just wanted to draw Reed in a suit of Iron Man armor. So whatever. But uh, what the piece seems good. <laughs> and we haven't uh, we haven't had an Iron Man in a Fantastic Four outfit since 2012. So maybe we'll get one of those. Oh, never know. So, so far, cool sideline piece. Interesting to see how that mechanic plays out. Never playing Hulkling, except for really good casual piece. And probably really good at sealed, piece. too. Hulkling's probably really yeah. good at yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, no doubt. That sounds like a really, really annoying, bricky figure. So, it, it, does this mean that we're going to get enough stuff to make sidekicks work? No, definitely not. I don't think so. So... It's unfortunate, but so we can talk about the event that happened. Yeah, that's the reason why we're here. So, what with 29 players? Yes, if I recall correctly. Wow, that's quite a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was yeah. A, it was a really good turnout, and a lot of like. Eight. Sorry, God. I was just gonna say the top eight sheets looked very diverse. Uh, actually, really, because we've been making the joke that they really weren't. <laughs> Oh, it was like, there were four, four Hellfires, two yeah. X-Men, two Latverias. Yeah. Uh, okay, I must be forgetting. Now, yeah. the two X-Men teams and the two Latveria teams were very different. Mm-hmm. And one of the Hellfire teams was different. And one of the Hellfires was different. Uh, Jalen's wasn't a swap Hellfire. Well, it had. Okay, so it had the max, but it literally just swapped into like, one piece. Yeah, else. I think it just swapped in one piece. So the top table was Dan and Easton, and they kind of prize split, but Dan Correct. was said to be the yeah, winner. They had played earlier in the tournament, uh, and Dan had won. Yeah, Dan did win in Swiss. Won yeah. the Although, um, so then Easton, it was super late, and he didn't really want to play it, and Dan yep. won map again, so they split. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, Easton got the prize, and getting a W is whatever. So, uh, Laferia, Annihilating Conqueror. Oh my God, this build Easton sheet is had to so. Keep his, his team was so. his his team was Annihilating Conqueror. You no, know, I can. I'm just. I, I'm I'm looking. It's just it's really his tough. handwriting's a little rough. Yep. Also, he technically wrote High Evolutionaries uh, collector number wrong because it's zero fifty three A, but. High. Oh god. Okay. Lightning Conqueror. High Evolutionary. Oh wait, is that Flash? Oh, that's Flash. Yeah, it's, he did not have High Evolutionary. Okay, it looks like the word High, and it's thirty points, and it's almost the same. Okay, Doom. Flash. Flash. Molecule Man. Sky Tyrant. Uh, Amanda Waller, the future one that gives a Batman family character his future keyword, so he brings on Batman. Yep. Chemical Fire. Waldo Arms. I presume the fire goes on Batman, and the arms go on Hawkman. Or Sky Tyrant. Yeah, the, the arms go on Sky Tyrant. Um, it's basically the same team that he ran at the last at the Kentucky event. He just swapped the power gem for the Waldo arms. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so this isn't anything against Dan specifically. This applies to made the build sheets. I, I, I want people to look at these build sheets, and I want you to understand that if you are coming to an event that I'm judging at, if you give me a build sheet with no collector's numbers, and just look at some of these build sheets. I, these are not acceptable. Hey, okay, hey, not you look at my build sheet. <laughs> you didn't use my build sheet, though, so you I mean, don't have right. any right to talk. So, But, yeah, it's a, I mean, yeah, it does the stuff. Uh, yeah, I feel like the just, matchup against Easton was, could have been uh, map-dependent. So It is, and Dan won, and they did roll for map for the finals, and Dan yeah. won map. Uh, Although after they like, decided to split, I think. Yeah, it sounds like me and Devin that one time where we had playtested yeah. and we determined he if he won map, he beat me in five minutes. And then so yeah, I so we didn't play. <laughs> yeah, um, this team's kind of interesting. It's like basically it's Alpha Strike with Sky Tyrant and take out more points than Sky Tyrant's worth and then or run away with them again and then barrier into your side of the map or if you're outside kill everything with batman yeah so um it's very reminiscent of the way lucas was playing immortal hulk with batman if I you have that thought yeah you have two batman incredibly so strong good. close combat threats and then you have batman yeah like it's if unlike the justice league teams there's not much investment in batman so. right it's literally just if batman mind controls with the alchemical fire we let's go right even it's if you sort of um Waller is still a good support piece. Yeah. It's sort of the inverse of uh, the team that um, Scott Crampton top Ford Canadian Nationals two years ago with two, which was Vulture and two Astronomers, where this one is like you have one incredibly good prime that if you go outside, you can't lose. And then a bunch of things that if you go inside, you have a very, very good chance as well. And yes. uh, Scott's was you can take me outside and take away my arms or you can take me inside and lose two. Yeah, and I will just blow up your team. <laughs> yeah, catch me outside or inside. Yeah, so yeah, it's a it's a very very good team, and I like because I talked to Dan about the Waldo arm change. The power gem on Sky Tyrant is actually almost unnecessary. The way the meta is right now, like we talked about in yeah. the Clicks Cup, it's, everything is like two click figures with no reducers. He's quaking more often than he's actually attacking. Yeah, I was thinking that. <laughs> Yeah. So he gets to well, especially with exploit. Take, so yeah, and he gets to take the plus one. He either can get plus one attack and defense and quake with giant reach two, twice, or potentially he gets to quake a third time. 
It's just really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because of the, you know... Oh, it's the free cute. attack from the Waldo Arms. Yeah, the Waldo Arms are a little yeah. inconsistent, but uh, when they work, they work really well. So yeah, four nice. of the numbers on the D6 you're fine with, and then if you roll the end cap, well, he runs away. Uh, yeah, because the end cap is free, so... Yeah, yeah. can't replace it. So... Yeah. It's just good. Okay, so Easton had an interesting team which i have quibbles with so x-men plus eight uh he had the power gem Easton was doing professor a double X's. swap x-men yeah, yeah. yeah i just have quibbles with the execution of uh, professor x uh, two professor x's two k prides cable with the holograms and multiple man and then the sideline he had he had one non-swap thing which was grod which yeah so all was, he he swapped into the same team every round his was not built around options. It was just swapping in to have beginning of game effects. My problem is that while the double swap into double maggots is the thing that has to happen, whatever. My problem is that you're kind of going all in on the Cape Prides, whatever. But if you lose map, then you just don't get the Lockheeds. Correct. And yeah, like I played Easton. I was plus one on him and I lost map. And so I don't get my Lockheed and he gets two of them. Which it gives him a total of three for flexes. Because Mimic copies the flexes. Yeah. Yeah, it checks out. Um, and the swaps are actually really good because it just... Magic with Revival, as we as was shown by Brad, is just really good. <laughs> yeah, now that uh, Psylocke works like she was always intended to work, rather than killing entire teams by herself, um, he's almost certainly the best revival yep. target other yep. than maybe holograms which are also on this team <laughs> so um, sorry, actually I what, just... what easton did was interesting the second swap allows him to swap out one of the zero point holograms to make the second swap easier interesting yeah yeah i mean you, you kind of don't, really don't even them. yeah yeah you kind of don't because it's still one um only one of one them swap, TK or one anyway. tk yeah right and so it allows you to swap out like a 75 point character and the zero point to bring in two characters. Yeah, it, it, numbers are irrelevant, but it allows you to trade out a higher point figure for two lower point figures by doing it that way. Yeah, and 25 points for a hologram on a um, team with Krakow and Revival is definitely worth it. Yeah, and you're still getting the, the benefit of them for the, the theme bonus. Yeah, I didn't actually realize they contributed to the... Yeah, you did. I, I looked yep. at the spell sheet. Yep. <laughs> That's all I'm good for. Yeah, I hadn't actually thought of um, using Double Professor X to be able to swap out and in multiple things with the same name until I looked at this. Uh, that seems good. Yep. <laughs> they're, they're, he's only 25 points. I just like assumed he was unique, I guess. Um, <laughs> which he's not. Uh, so... Oh getting to start with more of the start of game effects on your team is pretty nice. Yeah. Um, Jay, I know you don't love two Cape prides just because you'd rather have a higher theme and have a better chance. Well, of getting that and also like you're just, I understand that the numbers need to work for the swap and whatever, but it's just, if you lose map, it's, you don't get the Lockheed's. I just, I don't know. I don't feel like I care about that. I'd rather just have a, 
I mean, I don't even like Cake Deadpool, but if you need the 65... Wait, sorry, just remind me the math. Does he need the 65 exactly? I think he needs the 65 exactly. And he wanted... Ethan's smarter than me, but, like... Sorry, I think I also zoned out. I didn't hear what the what the swaps ended up being. Double uh, so his swaps, if, if I remember correctly, always <laughs> the swap ended up being a Moira mimic, double maggot. Um, the final the final team ended up with one hologram, a multiple man, and the rare Magneto. So he basically swaps so like out his whole retaliatory Magneto. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, basically the whole team changes. Yeah. Interesting. That Magneto also has leadership, right? So you just sure does. You still have it. Okay. Yeah. That, and that, that, he is also a great Kakrow in Revival. Yeah. So what? Pixie's just a taxi. Egg is barrier. Moira's Pixie, Pixie is literally only there to make the second swap numbers work. He swaps in wow. Pixie to swap her back out. <laughs> I thought swap math was complicated to begin with. Sure was. And then you add in a second swap. Now imagine if you got crazy and did a third swap picture if you will yeah i'm not okay. sure that would actually be helpful you could try it uh <laughs> i assume egg is mostly there so that you can bring him in if you lose map and you get put on you some barrier. sort of indoor maps so you can double barrier with him and mimic so mimic can't copy barrier from him oh does he have special power barrier oh no no i'm sorry no he can copy he had... barrier from from egg he can't yeah. copy barrier from cypher which is who i was thinking yeah, the reason why Egg was here. <laughs> yeah, was that he yeah I, mean, I mean, he's only 25 points. You want that barrier, so it makes yeah. sense. He's there for the double barrier. Makes sense. But, yeah, I mean, he, I like but from what you know, he never altered that plan. Uh, I think he did bring an Egg against Dan the first time, but it's not enough barrier to deal with Molly Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, double barrier doesn't really do that much when your opponent can just take away like five scores of barrier a turn if yep. they roll well, but still. I mean, depending on how the barriers place, you might only need one or two. So, yeah. but yeah, it's just exactly. it's it's a very consistent team. He, it plays very aggressive, which, I, in my opinion, when Kakoa and Revival first came out, it wasn't good because it didn't have pressure, it didn't have real threats. Um, like Maggot, yes, but now it has Mimic Prime too. Um, so it can play in your face and keep yeah. A back and be safe. And like it's like oh. If Mimic Prime scores more than 70 points and then revives, he did his job. Yeah. Um, and, like, the the thing that makes Krakow and Revival dangerous is, of course, that a lot of the time, some of the things that you could be reviving are worse than the things that are being created. But yep. uh, when it's Maggots and Mimics that you're reviving, that's just not true. <laughs> and, and an interesting concept um, from that I noticed, if you win, you get a lot of points. When you lose, you probably get a lot of points. Yep. It's, and your opponent a also gets points, a ton of but points. But also get a lot of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are, you are feast and feast. <laughs> Make sure that if you 3-2, you have the most points and you are still in the cut. <laughs> yep. yep. <sighs> Not that he's still. Okay. And it, just, and it so... lets you just play very aggressive while also having yeah. the kind of forgiveness of, of right. having it. Uh, I was wondering about the power gem. Was that for Mimic? Yep, it goes on Mimic. Okay. With he's three perplexes, right? yeah, he's charge flurry exploit. Okay. Yeah. While also having an eight range pen size, so you can still also shoot somebody. Yeah, that works. Yeah, Mimic, uh, Mimic Moira uh, being printed was uh, probably a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> it's possible. Um, yeah. 
that's like the only actual good use of Moira that I've found. It is. It the rest of the rally die effects are like so marginal that it's like, yeah, okay. I mean, I could put an entire secondary character on my Marvel, team. <laughs> Marvel Girl is maybe the only other one. Yeah. Or, uh, I, I or possibly X, maybe like, Polaris. I think Professor X could be worth keeping on the map, especially with if you want, I don't know, he's what, A-range outwit, and if you can guarantee the leadership with Moira? I don't know. But you're probably right. It's it's basically like a handful of figures. So also just before, I also wanted to look at the maps because that seems like the right thing Mm -hmm. to do. So Dan had Doom Castle with the location. Okay, that's fair. He had leadership. Libraria's free. Yeah, it's a free map Amanda Waller. I think Amanda Waller has a global effect on her leadership. Although, I mean, if she uh, rolls high or something. Yes, I think she, if she rolls the same. Global, something like that. Yeah, he has leadership. But Flash though. also has leadership. Yeah. I mean, you only... Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I, I, don't yeah. really, I don't think he ever went to that map anyway. No, because... He goes to Glengrove Cemetery. <laughs> Right, so yeah, so that's like elevating. Yeah, if you win map and you're not picking the one with no blocking on a Batman yeah, team, so, yeah, I guess so you're in a Glen Batman match or something. <laughs> has like what? Does it have any water? Like I think it has like a tiny Glen patch Glen of water, but it's basically it's got basically like two outdoor. Little... Yep. Outdoor one elevation, but you're hindering. And Batman hasn't Wait, are you, are you talking about Glengrove? Yeah. Yeah, it's basically WWE Arena outdoor. Okay. And then, again, I can't read to his handwriting, but I think that's King's Tomb? Probably. Yes. He voted in the comments. If, if you want, again, I'm not personally attacking anybody. Like, this is, like, I have problems with a lot of build sheets. But you can download the file from sites and uh, get the Excel file from ClicksNexus and do it on Excel. And it has the point formulas to add everything up, so... I typed mine in and wondered why it was 290 points, then remembered I forgot to fill in the point formula for uh, the power jump. I had to handwrite it. So, uh, Easton had Desert Wedding, which is basically modern amok time. Negative Zone, because barrier. I mean, yeah. And it's the, and it's the other side of <laughs> of Desert Wedding. <laughs> you only have to carry uh, one. Oh, that's adorable. Perfect. Yeah, that's, I guess that's... Yeah, they, I, I always used to do that, actually. Star Trek Underground. I always used to do that, yeah, with Star Trek Underground amok time. They, they were just all on... They were just both on, like, all of my build sheets. Yep. <laughs> I mean, so negative zone makes sense because if you can get cable to destroy an object and barrier up forever, you like just win. Mm-hmm. I think you have the reach. Oh yeah, I you mean, do. if you, you have, do. does he have another? He yeah, TKs, he, can, he TKs himself, can perplex up his own range and shoot an object. Yeah, pretty much. So, I mean, all, he can just like yeah, he can also just move and or, yeah, yeah. You basically. can't you can't TK destroy objects anymore. Right. You yeah, you have to get the attack, but basically, you have to actually shoot yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, it makes sense. But I mean, if you play against a molecule, man, that doesn't work. So, and then Man Olympus, I yeah, that's a map. It's a weird map, but it's that's it's a actually map the map he played on most. Okay, how come? Yeah, he won map. Um, one, I think he just likes it. He likes the tiles, like they it plays real smooth. Um, and it also is just it's, it's nice because like the TK line to right up onto the second elevation is really easy for him to well he sidestepped up there then tk's out it just gives him a lot of reach with mimic and he and also just maggots. doesn't need yeah he also just like doesn't need long lines of fire himself right right and it's perfect i think the four by four makes it perfect for maggot to just 
walk mm. out, spawn the pog, the charge pog goes and breaks an object. It just charges, picks it up, and, and uses it. And then he's like, I don't care about that pog for the rest of the game. Because they're going to kill I it. I mean, you're never using the exploit one anyway. I should Very remember. rarely are you using the exploit one. Yeah, I, I am an advocate of sacrificing a maggot pog more frequently than people do. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, my maggot's up. What are you going to do? Kill it? I mean... It's, in, it's interesting because... Be. Uh, uh, Tyler was talking about how you should like never leave one on the map. And when I play maggot, I almost always leave the pog that I don't care about for the rest of the game on the map. <laughs> yeah. When have you played a game with maggot? <laughs> played a couple of online tournaments since he came out, and I've played Maggot okay. in all of them. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, I had a Maggot on my team. I'm sure you did. So, uh, yeah, okay, if you say so. It's an interesting map, and if your opponent can't deal with it, it's pretty annoying, but it's not, like, oppressive. Yeah. Yeah, Mount, I like Mount Olympus for specifically Easton's team because he isn't really trying to shoot things at really long range. He's trying to protect things that are in, that are in his starting area, which this map does quite well. But he still needs to be able to move across the map as quickly as possible, which this doesn't prevent. And, in fact, helps a little bit because it's extended starting areas. Yep. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just personally don't like maps where it's like the movement isn't straightforward. Like, I, I don't know. I just prefer my, I, I like a mock time. If I can play a mock time, <laughs> probably having fun. So. This is definitely, your starting area is definitely much better protected on this map than it is on a mock time. Yeah. Yep. So, but it's also uh, outdoor, so the blocking isn't as relevant. Yeah. So, oh, thankfully, the build sheets are ordered in order of placement. So Jalen and J Major both top four. Jalen did a thing that really annoys me. What? Jay didn't actually write his name on his build sheet. (laughs) No, but by process of elimination. (laughs) So Jalen did a thing that annoys me, where he only had one map, and I understand. But if you have a location, you're like, well, I'm never not going to pick. Just It's a free resource. It, it's just, it's a free resource. It, it's it's object- Like, no standard objects, I understand. Like, before Scarab, I can understand it, whatever. But just, just, just three maps, come on. It's Pick one that's double-sided. Like, I, I guess, I guess actually, if, yeah, if you have one map, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't just pull out the negative zone one. Like, you have an open map, you have a closed map, and then you have the map that you actually want but whatever blackheart blackheart jason wingard 40 point magneto which is the swap one and 25 point magneto again it doesn't Who knows which 25 point magneto this is that's exactly it you have to put this is obje- okay like i understand like there's quibbles but you do need to put like sets i'm assuming set. this is the two by two but it, it could is. be the retaliator it could, right exactly like you i'm no you, the reta- does the retaliator have hellfire Probably doesn't. I don't remember. Or Brotherhood. Oh, it's Hellfire, not Brotherhood. Okay, but even so, the fact that we're asking the question... Sure, no, I get it. It's objectively wrong. Okay, so... Uh, Actually, what's objectively wrong is Jalen doing as well as he did not knowing how Blackheart works. (laughs) What did he get wrong about it? He he didn't know that the stop clicks generated the guards immediately. Uh, (laughs) Ah. He thought they were after resolution. That probably doesn't matter that frequently, but... You can. I mean, I guess there's a lot of flurry going on mm-hmm. at the moment. So, okay. I can see that mattering a lot. <laughs> Hold on. I am very confusion about something. But so, so Jason options were the bare minimum of Captain Marvel, Commissioner Isaac. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yeah, I mean, Isaac is mandatory. Uh, your other two, your other one or two are flex. It is yeah. very funny how much this is absolutely not a swap team, despite containing it. Yeah. Right. So there's yep. two <laughs> swap options. You have Diamond Patch and Hellfire Guard. So yeah, you swap in the guard. Basically, I think he swaps in the guard every matchup, and then Diamond Patch is specifically for like null. Why have that Magneto on right, the main so course? So it's forty. If you're it's forty it twenty-five for a forty and twenty-five. Looks like. Look, I don't make the I don't make the, the builds. <laughs> I can't answer this question. I mean, I guess I guess there's like no reason not to, basically. Right. So he has. Well, so he has. Also, no, like if you if you win map, it lets you have the guard immediately, or if you lose map, it lets you have the guard immediately. So basically, right on your turn one. Yeah. If you are like your first attack in turn one, you can if you succeed on the black card leadership, you have both black cards can activate for free. No, only is it, one. Can oh, activate. it's the only one. Only one can only kill a guard. Uh, okay. Only but one kills a guard. Yeah. Um, that was also something in his playtesting that he was doing. He was activating both of them. Okay, somebody has to explain to me why Blackheart is so good. Like, I get that he does a lot of damage. But... He has full map reach by himself. No, okay. no help needed. And he's hard to kill. Okay. And have you ever seen what the Hellfire Club guards look like on Click 9? They're yes. horrifying. <laughs> I have seen I have seen uh, the dial, but I haven't played... Uh, I played one practice game playing X-Men Swap, and I have not seen the Brotherhood stuff, but I do I like I think I have personally seen three Hellfire guards get clicked to turn, turn to click nine. That is terrifying. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's interesting to me how um, few Dark Phoenixes are seeing play on all of these. Uh, you haven't gotten to the right teams yet, because uh, there, <laughs> right. there were seven of them in top eight. <laughs> well... The two there are, there are two teams here that have keywords that could have a dark phoenix on them and uh -huh. don't have a dark phoenix on them. Of course, the points just don't work at all for this team. So yeah. I understand why there isn't one here, um, but it is interesting to see. And if you have a TK with black heart you, and with two black hearts, even though both can't activate, you can still get attacks off with both of them fairly Correct. easily. You can TK the one, uh -huh. and the other one can go himself. Yeah, exactly. And then you KO one, oh. and then he running shots for free. The other one running shots after being TK'd. Yep. So Blackheart is one attack and then a Fulcrum away from dying. Yeah, I mean, any amount of damage. Sure, he has Mystics, but he'll go okay. kill Fulcrum. I mean, can he? Yeah, he'll need the TK to kill the Fulcrum. Sure. No, no, no I'm saying he's he's can, he can use charges free. Yeah, got it. I'm saying Fulcrum can basically one shot him. Sure. It's just a statement. It's not a fun yeah. argument. You can also you can also outwit his stop clicks with secret six. Like there's ways to beat. Oh, yeah. he's just an incredibly point efficient character. Yeah, who can he'll turn out a ton of damage. Yeah, I mean, what he could do like two penetrating energy explosions a turn. He could do. So damage? when we when we get to Lucas and PJ's build, Lucas had a game where he. One turned a Sky Tyrant and an Onslaught with just Blackheart. <laughs> Actually, I guess you can't double Energy Explosion. You would have to cost it Energy Explosion, then do the free Energy, then 
do the okay. right. I mean, if you're in position to make one, you're in position to do the other. Okay, so point being, yeah. So he has top four, and then Jay makes me very sad with his build sheet. Uh, also, uh, Latvarian Village for free, because he's Latveria. King's Tomb for free. No third map. Remaker and Power Gym. It's Why power. are you so lazy? Why are you trying to physically hurt me? Again, not personal no attacking. Point values. Me, Those don't field. have point values. Or sets. Okay, Emperor Gladiator, Dark Phoenix, Flash, Flash, Doom, and... Moloch, Man. Mol- I, I thought that was Mole Man. No, it's I, Man. I, I know, I know. <laughs> I lost to Jay in top eight because I played like a Dumbo. <laughs> okay, so to Doom, Lord Doom, and... What? I can't... It's, I can't it's re- 76, Lord Doom, and Sorcerer. Oh, okay, because, yeah, everything is a shorthand. You can see all the build sheets on the Clickstaff uh, page. Uh, Vulcan, Vulcan, okay, so then Troublemakers, and... Oh, and he has he has, oh he's playing the Sentinel. That's, That's pretty cool. Yeah. So... And it, the only I map thought, I ever saw him go to was King's Doom. Interesting. I mean, you really need your gladi- Emperor Gladiator to not die before it gets so, confidence tokens. So you have Ivarian Village, and you have the Mastermind Fodder, sure, Emperor Gladiator does stuff. I mean, King's Doom, he has improved targeting blocking, and then... Okay. I mean, that seems like a really bad map for Flash. I guess there's the one little column on the side that you can... I mean, yeah, it's a team. It's definitely a team. I don't know. I don't have any thoughts in particular. Um, anybody. I personally would play, if I was going that version of Emperor Gladiator, I would build it personally different. Um, but, I mean, it worked for him. Like I said, I lost because I played like an idiot. What would you do instead? Uh, I would just do straight Cosmic with, like, instead of Doom, like, two high evolutionaries and something else. Um, I think I, I think the, I, the one that I had was Gladiator, double high evolutionary, Molecule Man, Oz, and then you have 60 points. Yeah, I mean, you're playing Doom Conqueror essentially to have access to swap and flashes. Like, that's... Uh... Yeah. I mean, Liberian Village is nice to have, but if you're not going to use it, then... And High Evolutionary is a very good mastermind target. Wait, aren't you... Hold on. If you're if you're Latveria and you plan yeah. to only go on King's Tomb, but the Consolation is just not that good. You get one Pog. If it was me, I'd rather just play. Doom I would rather do. I would rather just have Rain of Terror than Constellation. I'd rather. Have, then you can. I would just. I would yeah, rather have uh, the Rain of Terror one. Yeah, because you want to generate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do we have? Lucas. So we're now into top eight. Lucas is Hellfire Lucas Club. Lucas and PJ's Actually, team were exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Except for I thought they had one. Oh no, they had the same. I thought they had the yeah. different Jason sideline, but it looks like they nope, don't. Exactly the same. So. I am interested First in that. proper build sheet I've seen, and it's even typed. I love you, Lucas, but that's always true. <laughs> so, Doom's Castle with the location. You actually paid for it. Mount Olympus, Iron Man's Workshop, which is like an indoor, elevated, extended starting area map. Kinda. Yeah, the, the one side is half on Elevation 2, half on Elevation 1, the starting area. And okay. it's indoor. It's just a very, it gives them a 4x4. Four four. Yeah. So Jason Wingard getting Captain Marvel and Isaac, which is yeah basically the bare minimum. 
Kate Pride, Harry Leland, Magneto at 40, and then oh, collector number, which means we know that it's a 2x2 two two Magneto. What a shock. <laughs> so swap options are Dark Phoenix, Jean Grey, Exodus, Diamond Patch, Tempo, Blackheart, Destiny. Does Diamond Patch... Have you heard of anybody actually bringing in Diamond Patch so far? Yes. Really? Yeah, Lucas Lucas and I both did. Oh, you said you said Onslaught, didn't you? Uh, okay. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just generally curious because he's just... He's just silver. very situational, which is why it's very good to have him on the sideline. Yeah. Also, yeah like, if you go up against team. Double Null, you want Diamond Patch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad at all. I'm just wondering if it ever actually came up. But also, yeah. it's not like there's so many characters that you need that it's like, oh, man, I really need this sideline spot. Like, it seems like... At, at the very least, it's fine. Yeah, like, I don't see yeah. anything missing here that I'm like, My, oh, God, you're bad. Right. Well, my one question about this one isn't for sideline, uh, for swap sideline. It's for Jason sideline. I really like the commissioner. <laughs> like, uh, commissioner, uh, I, has a, commissioner was okay, going to be the replacement. Okay, so like, so like, double dark phoenix has to be a thing. You need Jean yep. Grey and Exodus. Tempo was that good. I played it. Blackheart uh, also tempo does stop super senses. Blackheart is Blackheart. Diamond Patch is Diamond Patch. Destiny, I mean, also they said, combo, so. in the Majestics article, they said Destiny was important for Swap Math? Yeah. Uh, swap Math, and she's a 20-point prob. Yeah. So, the problem is, like, I agree with you on principle, but it's just, like... Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's probably totally the right choice here. I just, in general, really like Commissioner. I, I don't know yeah. how you could possibly fit it on this team. <laughs> yeah, because they, and, and they went with Chewie, because if you lose map, Chewie's your only sources of perplex. Yeah, um, I think that's I, I think that Chewie's always correct. I mean, he's. I would not. Marker. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't replace either Psionic Illusion with. Yeah. Commissioner, like Captain Marvel and Isaac are definitely more important. Isaac is a lot more flexible, and Chewie both um, is a much much better melee option. Like Rookie is a better ranged option than uh, what Isaac generates, but yeah. Chewie is a much much better pog than any of the melee pogs that Isaac generates for that purpose, and also, like you said, provides a flex. Yeah. Uh, the only thing arguable so, on the sideline to get rid of for Commissioner is Dark Phoenix, and that's probably not right. I mean, if Double Dark Phoenix is, matters, it's oppressive. So. Right, so, and I, it's I specific, like specifically on this team because of Hellfire Guard. Hellfire Guard gives Dark Phoenix Mastermind. Yeah. Wait, so he doesn't have a guaranteed Hellfire Guard? No. Uh, they have the Reign of Terror map bonus. If they lose right. map, they just proc it first turn. Okay, but if they win map, it's not guaranteed. Then they take the they take the reroll. I assume that tempo. I mean, tempo is really good, but I assume that tempo and and blackheart is like mandatory, basically. Um. So, I will give it to Lucas and PJ, and and I had a little bit of a hand in it in helping them. They have spent so much time on this build. <laughs> yep. Um. The amount of hours that have gone into one building the team, figuring out swaps, and figuring out matchups. The main source of the team was supposed to be the gene bomb. Um, which tempo you makes have to have a reasonable, work. yeah. So tempo. No, no, has I'm not to be questioning there, it, and, and I think tempo was really good. <laughs> I'm just more and, curious. And yeah, I tempo think tempo was... just comes in all the time. I think tempo just comes in all the time on every. It's important no, I, I'm for not the questioning it at all. Gene bomb thing, and I it's think, important sometimes for. Black I think PJ or told me he had like at least ten reps with the team, so I'm not. I'm not questioning. I'm just curious if I love tempo. Like I played her, I'm like, yeah. oh, so my A has a run, a swing of how much? Nice, yep. and then super senses so 
What was and then I think PJ said that he did like thirty five clicks of damage with the Gene Bomb so, on turn yeah. one. Round one, he played against the Justice League team, lost map, decided to go into the bomb anyway, barriered up, and bombed his whole team. Mm-hmm. And it was a plus, it was yeah. a plus twelve Justice League. <laughs> so, yeah. So hold on. So how many of these, how many of these teams just really don't want to get bombed? Let's see. A lot uh, of them. Dan's team does really not does not want to get bombed. Sure doesn't. Uh, Easton's team doesn't lose to it, but it also doesn't really doesn't like it either. Yeah, it, it gets really hurt by it. I mean, nothing should want to do it, but there's, you know, teams that are getting yeah, more Easton's or less. Yeah, Easton's team doesn't care as much as some of the others. Yeah. Doesn't is, like it, though, for sure. Okay, so point being that. Back from so. And Easton did beat Lucas in top eight, and Lucas won map going into the bomb. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like... It, you're not taking more than Gene's points with the bomb in that matchup. So yeah. that can be an issue. Okay, so then PJ played exactly the same team. They both played they both placed top eight. Yep. Uh sorry, PJ, we just don't like you as much as Lucas. Just Andrew Lucas played in first. Plus fire hellfire doom cat doom castle map. Oh, that's what it says. Uh, Blackheart, Swap, Magneto, Cape Pride, Jason Wingard, Dork. Fan. Oh my God! And then G- it looks like there's yeah, there's a Gene Bomb here. Yeah. Is it exactly the same team? No. No. Except it's not. It's it's lower initiative. It looks very very similar. And I think he has Chase Emma Frost. Yes. And yes. Uh, and no tempo, which sounds. It's very similar. And only Isaac, as far as Jason sidelines go still very similar i feel like jason isn't worth playing if you only have isaac (laughs) that's fair i mean i don't know if you're telling me that the breaking point is chewy i don't know if i could agree with you i i mean i can't disagree with you but also like is is jason part of the gene bomb or is it only like accidents no he's he's not on there for the bomb he's i think he's only on the bomb if you lose map and you decide to go into it okay I guess my question is, do you know of any matchups where they didn't go for the bomb? Losing map. Oh, because in this environment, you'll get alpha for sure. Yeah, they'll just blow up your gene on you. No, no, no. Okay, yeah, I just want to make sure that's, that we're on yeah, the same Absolutely. absolutely. Okay. Because, yeah, we were talking about this before we recorded that if you, if you can't hit their starting area, you're uh, bad. Yeah, so they have bad. some reasonable we'll options for um, going second. Blackheart is like Blackheart and Jason are both things that don't get easily blown up by most of the alphas that are around. Although they can die. Mm-hmm. Like Waldo Arms um Sky Tyrant can actually kill both technically. <laughs> yes. Which is quite something. Well he has Mastermind and Super Senses, at least get to- oh. Oh, Oh, okay, so then we have one last team, and I will think I'll let Azrith go for his own team because that, and then we can go into your games, so yeah. it all fits. It's I, I totally didn't plan for it. <laughs> so um, I put a lot of time into this team, um, starting from when Emperor Gladiator first got revealed. I was like, I just want to play Emperor Gladiator. Um, so we came, we I came up with a plus nine X Men team. 
Uh, so it's Cable and the Holograms, Kate Pride, Professor X, Leech, Multiple Man, Dark Phoenix, and Richter. Um, the Power Gem, and then my maps were Otherworld Castle, Negative Zone, and Hyper RPG Studios. Um, because I just wanted wait, to play wait, that wait, map. Wait. Did you say Hyper RPG Studios? Yeah. I mean, I see it on the sheet, but rip. Okay. I mean, I never used it, but I wanted it. I wanted <laughs> it on, on your vault. Was, was it the principal? <laughs> on your vault sheet, anyway. Huh? Was it the principal of the thing? Yeah, because that's what got me, like, really into Heroclix, was the Indomitable uh, web series. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, and then my sideline was Emperor Gladiator, Exodus, um, the new 95.1, uh, Diamond yeah, so Patch. Interested in hearing some of the reasoning for some of these choices. Yeah. Uh, Diamond Patch, Cypher, Manta, the LE, Maggot, Jubilee, uh, a Multiple Man, and a Blue Phoenix. Uh, so my standard swap was um, Cable, Kate Pride, Professor X, and Leech, and Richter out for Gladiator, Manta, uh, Maggot, Jubilee, and Phoenix in. And that's um, assuming you won map, of course, because that's winning you can't map, bring yes. Jubilee in. Correct. <laughs> Unless I'm against another Jubilee and they also got sure. Otherworld Castle, yeah. and then I'll play that map. Um, Why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, but that gives me uh, two Retaliators. Um, it gives me full map reach with both Jubilee and Gladiator, um, with Manta giving me a PD and enhancement for both of them. I know that piece really well because she has... Um... She's the like she was like the only effect that did that for a while. So uh-huh. I kept putting her on builds and then taking her off at the last minute. <laughs> so <laughs> she's she, always like the last thing I cut from a build. I I originally had tempo on the build, mm-hmm. and tempo got cut for Manta because I didn't need the plus three speed from tempo on my you standard alphas. Right, and Manta gave me the damage th- uh, the damage break thresholds for certain matchups. Um, along with giving me, um, where Diamond Patch, yes, shuts off stealth and shape change. Manta got me through stealth while also giving me something else. And um, also doesn't yeah, have to I be was... that near them compared to... Correct. Yeah, I like, was listening at X-Men, and, and Enhancement is just not a thing that they have? No, your only other option is really Forge, which gives um, the burst plus one attacker damage. And Manta in Shi'ar is just better. Um, because yeah, Manta, I mean, they... Manta lets me one-shot a Null, because I can go into Manta Diamond Patch and just shut off all of their powers. And then Gladiator shoots Wait, for seven. Does, does he not already... Does I thought Diamond Patch shut off stealth. Or, was, or is it both? It left? does. It, uh, so he gets rid of stealth and shape change, but Manta gives me also the enhancement and the PD to one-shot him with Gladiator. Yeah, yeah I just forgot what he did. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, it just feels like there should be a better option than her. But there isn't. Because <laughs> uh, also Jubilee going 12 for 5 makes um, actually was relevant in one of my rounds. Um, Exodus is there strictly for robots. Yeah. I don't go into Gladiator. I go into uh, Exodus. Um, also for Blackheart, because Jubilee Gladiator actually has a little bit of a difficult time dealing with Blackheart. Because I can't consistently deal with the Mastermind. How does Exodus help with that? Exodus mind controls Blackheart and kills him. Okay. Because <laughs> can't reduce his damage dealt, and it's yeah. not an attack. Correct. Yeah. And I power jump Exodus for up to five damage. <laughs> All right, that's interesting. Um, 
Cypher was there to give me a second barrier, so if I need a double barrier, I don't swap out Richter. Um, Cypher also gives me the Perplex if I lose map. Uh, and then Maggot is Maggot. Uh, the second multiple man on the sideline makes the swap math actually work. For I mean, he's also good. Like Cypher in at like some he point. Has a, he has a taxi. Yeah, the only problem is, is I swap out the the swap ends up having to be leech for multiple man. So then I have a ten point multiple man that's worth twenty points, and it sucks. <laughs> I am not jealous of anybody having to keep track of. Uh, I guess oh, you yeah, put that it on paper, like... right? Or so I wrote I wrote who swapped in for everything, and then I put a marker underneath the multiple man that was worth more points. Okay, yeah, I don't sure. understand that. Why why not just have everybody be worth the number of points that they're worth? Um, it's I think it's necessarily so that you can't short your opponent points. I think it's not ideal, but I think that's kind of just how it has to play out. It's just, you know. I don't know. I feel like it would work fine. <laughs> I don't know. I could, it's, it, there were a lot of questions. I understand why. Yep. Yeah, it's just really complicated to keep track of. It is. And mine is probably the one of the least complicated swaps. Um, yeah. Because it was just, how can I just play Gladiator? Oh, man, Easton's? How did Easton keep track? So, I have no idea. He just never, all he did was say, here's what I'm going into, here's what came out. Yeah, I mean, I guess if it's the same one every game, it's a little easier. Exactly. If it was, yeah, I would probably, if I had a set swap, I would probably have it written out for my opponent, and then there was no, be no question about it. Just do, like, your three options for swap, write them out before the tournament, and be like, this one I did. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Yeah, I don't know if you're... I know you can write notes during... You're technically not allowed to do that. And also, because of it being at the beginning of the game, your opponent can require you to place the original main force on the map because the figures have to replace the figures on the map. Yeah, I mean, that seems reasonable. I'm just saying for afterwards, having that conveniently for your opponent to have... Yeah, yeah. I Um, I don't see why you shouldn't be able to write notes for yourself beforehand, but whatever. I mean... Especially because that's, that's, like, that's, like, like, that's the thing that's like that's the thing that's technically illegal, but like so much better in terms of quality of life and no possible benefit. If you could just like have it written on like the, game, the, but... the back of your build sheet, <laughs> so it's not like you're gonna have a different sheet of paper with you. Like yeah. you could just have the swaps written on the back of your build sheet and be like, sure, flip like, it over to your opponent. Is that it's not like you can write a note of character has X clicks of life. Like that's not a that's not legal anymore. Like right. So, I mean, there are like strategy things that you could write, but like that's clearly not strategy. It's just I don't see that. I don't think that's a problem. Help for your opponent. Yeah. I, um, I don't see writing your own strategy notes as a as anything that's. A I problem. mean, that's fair, but it, um, the rules say that you can't. <laughs> yep. I understand that. That's why we're having a discussion. <laughs> the memory. But what about other games? I mean, like, I mean, having to remember what your strategy is is like some sort of skill set barrier to entry yeah skills skill. yeah. but like uh, i mean i don't know that it's a useful one but it is a thing that exists i mean memorizing click numbers used to be and now it's not because it really did not demonstrate yeah. skills, so point being okay whatever so we can actually we should probably actually talk about azareth's uh um, games i was gonna say did i answer the questions that you had for the sideline yeah the exodus was what i was really curious about the manta was like a little bit but i kind of understood why that was there. Exodus, I was like, there's no gene. <laughs> yeah, no, is he, is, he is there to be a threat to robots. <laughs> okay. 
Um, because with, uh, sorry, with just, I don't swap out Leech, I outwit Magneto's toughness and mind control him. He kills two Superman and then dies. Yeah. No, that is actually interesting. Um, just being able to kill Blackheart's and uh, yep. Game Room Constructs. And actually, uh, PJ did that. PJ actually played Robots, brought in Diamond Patch, moved Diamond Patch up to Sinister, mind-controlled Sinister with Exodus, and blew him up. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, assuming you're not trading down on points, but obviously. What, is Exodus Which 95? You have, he's 95, but you have so much range, and Robots aren't going to be able to really get to Exodus at that point. Because Robots, or usually, if they, don't see, if they don't see the Exodus... Robots play very aggressive with Sinister. Because yeah. what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Kill I love I love environments where people crib teams or, or net deck because then you can just plan against yeah. them and they're like, oh, I'm playing a good team. Yeah, so I might I might have uh, spaced out, but Phoenix, you need for the second TK, right? Correct, and yeah, it gives math. me a second retaliator. And math, and math. Um, but I I think I brought her in almost every game and. I never hated having her retail. Like it's not a terrible retail. No, I mean it's it's. There's a reason. And Dark that we don't Phoenix see her is usually much. Dark Phoenix is the go-to threat. So they usually don't kill her, and she can't be double. She can't be multi-targeted. Then you at least get a TK and a retail out of her, which yep. is totally. Fine. I mean, she's 25 point TK, and like she's barely easier to yeah. kill than anything else. So yeah, and, and uh, it's important that it's a colossal 10 range TK. Right, and something that you yes. get to do with Neat is you actually get more reach out of her because, so she usually replaced Professor X. I would put Professor X on the two line of Otherworld Castle starting area. Hmm. As long as one of her squares occupies that square, she can be forward. <laughs> wow. Because uh, it's after setup? Okay, that Correct. doesn't sound illegal. That doesn't sound illegal to me. So you get so. two more squares of her reach, which isn't as relevant, but it can be. No, but that that I'm just saying that doesn't sound like it should be legal, but it is. Okay, so <laughs> uh, so round also, one, I mean ten range theme prob, right? Uh, that's yep. also a thing. So. Yep. And um, like I said, her her retail is a ranged attack that does damage equal to the number of tokens that you have. So it's actually a really good follow up after a Dark Phoenix retail on like the next turn, because if you get um, one token, they're gonna act, get the second token, and then she can follow up after that. And she gives minus one combat values to anybody that can use in-cap, pensai, and mind control. If she hits with the retail. Interesting. Yeah. If only uh, that stacked, Jean Grey would be effed. But... Right, so would Batman. Yeah, okay, so I think that covers more than everything we need to. Yeah. Um, so round Warrior one, teams. I played against a... Latveria team. I think he was plus five. So I won map. His team was Doppelganger Prime, Doom, um, Mr. Oz, Valeria Richards, Spider Viking. Ah, uh, Latveria. <laughs> yeah, very Latveria. That classic keyword. <laughs> um, using the Waldo Arms and I think the Power Gem. Um, so I win map, I go to Otherworld Castle, um, it's my standard, I'm gonna win map, so Jubilee can go off. Um, I, first turn, I equip my power gem onto Gladiator, I TK Cable up with himself, I shoot his Waldo arms, um, and then I'm like, are you gonna come kill my zero-point Cable? 
Um, have fun. Uh, he considers moving up a bit because he goes into Forearm Doom, um, which I have a plan for. My my plan for Forearm Doom is kill Forearm Doom first, um, so that I can get the action. So I can get the action back to have Jubilee follow up. And you have Emperor Gladiators just kill Forearm Doom. Yeah, yeah. So TK out Gladiator with Cable. Um, move Manta up next to Gladiator so you can carry her. Uh, shoots 13 on a 17. Uh, sorry, 14 on a 7. No, it was a 13. I perplexed Jubilee. Uh, 13 on a 17 for 7. Um, he dies. <laughs> uh, then TK out uh, Jubilee. Jubilee comes in, shoots for 5 uh, to kill Mr. Oz. And... Or I hit. I would target a doppelganger, Mr. Oz, and I put all four uh, or five damage into doppelganger. Which I think almost killed him. That sounds um, like we can talk about the second round now. Yeah, yeah. It was over. It was three hundred to zero. I felt kind of bad. Yeah, I mean, when you get to just like one shot somebody's best character from across the map, there's really not a ton that you can do to come back from that. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so, second round, I played Brian Estes, uh, Phoenix Nest member. My only Phoenix Nest match of the day. Uh, there were only really? four but of us. I thought you were, like, wow. at all the field except for, like, Easton, Dan, and... I remember seeing somebody confuse uh, Jay for being Phoenix Nest one time. He's like, no. <laughs> no. So, yeah, it was just the four of us. Um, Brian was playing the scientist build um, that Wes and Maddie and George played. Um, sounds fine until you run into Gene Bomb. Which I don't, yes, and I don't play it. Now, he does have like a plus three on the Gene Bomb, so it's like, just yeah. don't lose that. And you have the Flash and Molecule Man, so even if they barrier, you have a reasonable chance of getting in to make sure that the Gene Bomb doesn't go off. But Correct, still. correct. Um, but so I lose map. Um, I'm down one on him. I rolled like a 10, he rolled an 11. Got real mad. Um... But I'm like, okay, so I go into uh, my standard swap that doesn't have Jubilee, instead has Cypher and Richter. I left Richter in, um, and no Leech. So he kill he comes over, breaks my power gem, and gets Flash all the way back. Um, I just spread my team out um, so that he can't easily dual target energy explosion with Haivo uh, because of Nathaniel Richards. Um, I bury your gladiator and I bury your um, Richter. He comes over, brings his, mol- his Molokaman to open up the line to gladiator. Comes in, dual target energy explodes, gladiator and dark phoenix. Hits them both for two. And gladiator on click three is charge CCE. So he is still a 12 for four. <laughs> um, and I went, killed his Molecule Man. Had um, Maggot in to kill High Evolutionary, um, poison him down to the stop, and then hit him um, with somebody. I can't remember who. Oh, a cable shot him and killed him. Nice. Wow. He, he did the flash play to give flash slam, came over, hit yeah. my gladiator to slam me back into his team. Um, but I have the confidence token, mm-hmm. and nothing in the scientist team does more than three damage. So I have a two damage reducer my entire dial. I feel personally insulted. I'm just going to say. Okay. 
Um, but so he came over, he got me. I just kept taking the hits. I never removed the token. Um, and he eventually put me back down with Gladiator on click five, which is back to running shot Pensai 12 for four or 12 three or something like that. Click six and 12 three. I think he on click five, he also has, does he die on seven? Yeah. According okay. to the dial I'm looking at right now. He has, two, <laughs> at least. He, he has two clicks on his, on the end of his dial that have running drop Pensai. Correct. Um, I was on the first click of that. Uh, moved a cable up to TK him out of base. Um, Maggot came up, poisoned Claire Finn. Meanie killed Claire Finn. Um, cable shot Flash, killed Flash. And I was just able to, to kind of weather the storm there and got Gladiator out of trouble to kill the rest, the rest of the offensive threats. Uh, it was a close game. Um, I think it was like 135 to like 60. That sounds like a good one. Yeah, it was it was a very close game. That that's I should, a game I should where clarify. Really... Sorry. Oh, sorry. No, mine. It's on board. Okay, I was just gonna say that that's a game where you really see the power of two, uh, like ten and three threats with TK for twenty five points. <laughs> uh huh. Um, I was just gonna say I, I I should clarify. I take any instance of KO and High Evolutionary as personal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm I mean, sorry, 11 and 3. The cables are 11 3, yeah. Yeah. Which is also, that was the other reason for the Manta, because Manta makes them 11 4 <laughs> and lets them shoot through stuff. Like, my team is very range yeah. heavy, so stealth is a problem. So that was the reason Manta was, was really good. Um, round three, I played against Alex Kuz. Um, he was on a Latveria theme um, with Master Mold. Was it exactly? Wasn't it? I thought he played the same thing as Dan, no? No, he played Master Mold. Uh, Doom, Molecule Man, Mr. Oz, Prime Giganta, Wonder Woman. Okay. Um, I win map. Go to Otherworld Castle, do the standard swap in. He sidesteps Giganta, carrying Molecule Man, and just leaves the smoke, because the barrier doesn't matter to Jubilee, um, because she's a giant. The other cool thing about Jubilee is she has free remove all terrain markers within her range. I was about to say the the, the markers don't matter because she has molecule main, but better. Right. I mean, for removal yeah. guarantee, right? But um, then you get to but if you're outside, you get to running shot in, shoot over them, and then and remove then them so everybody it. else can follow up. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and what he him sidestepping up gave me the reach with the Oz penalty oh, no. to get him. So I running shot Jubilee with Manta, and because Jubilee's a giant, I can kill Giganta and Molecule Man in the same shot. Ooh. Yeah. Because she does full damage to Giganta. <laughs> um, I didn't have enough reach to get Gladiator in, so I just moved him up a little bit. Um, and said if I just kept him out of Dark Phoenix's retail range. And he retailed me, killed my Dark Phoenix. Um, the retail doesn't do anything to Jubilee. Because she has invincible shape change on on click seven. Uh, then he made a sentinel that lasted six turns of me attacking it with Jubilee and Gladiator. <laughs> I just couldn't hit it. Incredible. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I took me a while to kill his master mold. Um, and it just came down to I hit some key key shape changes. Time gets called one twenty five to one twenty five, and we go to a roll off. Yeah, I rolled a, a zero point tie. I rolled a four. 
he crit misses. Oh, <laughs> that's terrible. But that, like, shouldn't have happened because you should have killed the Sentinel. <laughs> oh, well, I eventually did kill the Sentinel. Oh, you did? Okay. Um, he, he eventually shot Jubilee with the Sentinel. I missed Shape Change, and then he died to the Mystics. Amazing. Because she has Mystics from Oh, ranged. yeah, she also has Mystics, yeah. Specifically from ranged attacks. It's just... Important I, I don't... I, I miss... I miss the Invincible Damage Cap. Uh, that just, actually came up. Um, oddly enough. Um, for a gladiator shot? Yes. I'm trying to remember what happened. That Invincible didn't reduce. Did it have that Invincible? Oh, yeah. Jubilee got shot for a, a billion damage. Um, and died. And I don't remember when it happened. Um, so round four, I played... I don't remember who my... So I only lost once, and that was to... Oh, I lost to Easton. Um, I scored 50 points. That was just a really bad matchup. I lost map. <laughs> what what actually Got... happened in that game? Uh, so I didn't swap into Gladiator, which was a, my, a wrong decision. I thought Exodus was the right play to try to mind control uh, A, to have A kill the figures to not revive them. And because then, because he's not on the team when they die, correct. so he can't revive them. Okay, correct. And but getting eventually, to A sounds difficult. Yeah, and eventually, like Exodus would be able to kill A through the damage. Right. Um, but lost map. He sends Maggot out to break my power gem. Um, I killed the Pog with Dark Phoenix, which actually ends up being the wrong play. Um, because now I don't have retail. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, um, it can definitely be an issue not being able to. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I go to mind control the maggot that's still out on my side of the map with Exodus. Uh, I crit hit. He probs me. I miss. I prob it. I crit hit. Um, nice. So he just dies. Because I had poisoned him with my maggot to get him off prob. So he had to burn a theme prob. Uh, so he just dies to the, the Exodus damage. Um, wow, rude. But he then revives it. I spawn the autonomous barrier. Um, but it doesn't matter. He brings Maggot. Um, he brings Maggot and Mimic over the next turn and just kind of chews through my whole team. Sir, what map were you on? Uh, Mount Olympus. Right, yeah, Exodus just is not quite defensive enough to be able to stand up to a Mimic or anything. Yeah, I feel like I don't feel like he should be out unless you're gene bombing or like going for a specific. Right, and I yeah, I I definitely messed up in thing. that. I should have just went into Gladiator. Although whether it would have helped or not is a different question. <laughs> right. Because uh, I had practiced, like, the Gladiator versus A, and that's also just very difficult to just yeah. get through A. Yeah, I uh, think you kind of have to not try to kill A even, right? You have to right, and just try to farm score points. a ton of points. Right, he's just such a nuisance. Yeah, pretty hard to do. Take him. Um, and then round five, I played... Um, Paul, I think Ethos Black is his, his win name. Yeah, I think it's Paul Walker. Walker, no, that not sounds right. Paul. Uh, yeah. Paul's something that's not Paul Walker. That uh, Paul Waller, maybe something like that. It's very yeah, similar. yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, he was playing a plus five monsters, um, with Onslaught, Orange Proteus, Medusa, the Wonder Woman one, um, Sky Tyrant, and <laughs> Super Rare Ghost Rider. 
with. I'm sorry. Um, he, are you saying he was? Are, are you sure he was playing yeah. Medusa? Yes. That's right. Which one? The the main set or the other? The one, one that has four range, triple target. When she mind controls, she gives two action tokens. Oh, okay. Yes, the main set. Um, and so Lighter Ring and Power Gem. Um, I win map. Do my standard swap. Um, what I should have done is instead of Maggot, I should have gone into Diamond Patch. But Maggot also just sounded right because I can shoot Onslaught with Gladiator and Jubilee, but he reduces their damage because he's protected pen, uh, Pensai. Um, he, I go to steal his Power Gem. Uh, he, he actually takes the, the Alpha on my zero-point cable with Sky Tyrant. Which kind of surprised me. Um, mm-hmm. Went up onto the one uh, elevation three with Sky Tyrant on Otherworld Castle. Moved Onslaught right next to him, carrying Ghost Rider. Um, and then Proteus and Medusa went the other way towards the wiring. Um, so I retail Onslaught, Sky Tyrant, and Ghost Rider with Dark Phoenix. Um, Onslaught hits the shape change, hit the other two. Um, Gladiator shoots Onslaught for four after the pen, or after the reduction, because he misses the shape change. Then I follow up with Jubilee. He hits the shape change. Um, And I think I put it into Medusa at that point. The rest of that game is a little blurry. Um, He mind controls my Gladiator. um, Actually kills most of my team with Gladiator. Um, so as the game goes on, um, but he starts to run away. He has Proteus locking Gladiator down in a corner with two barrier squares. And since I can't fly because of Proteus, um, I run, I run Maggot down, drop the poison pod, kill Proteus to break Gladiator out. Um, then Gladiator goes and kills, uh, Medusa. Get Maggot next to Gladiator, use Gladiator's 14 movement to carry Maggot all the way next to Onslaught. Drop the Poison Pog, Poison. Um, and then make the attack. He misses Shape Change, hit, misses Super Senses. Um, and the game's pretty much over from there. Because then it's Sky Tyrant on just Charge. Yeah. And he got down to last click, but I was able to kill him and then kill him again. Um, so went into cut four and one, had to play Jay, lost map as a plus three over him, which felt really bad because if I win map, I think I just, it's an easier, much, much easier game for me. Yeah. Jubilee seems like it would help a bit. Yeah. He goes to King's Tomb. I keep Richter in, swap into Gladiator Mm -hmm. and swap into Blue Phoenix. Um, and I swap into Maggot. Um, and where I say I played like an idiot. So I've been playing Emperor Gladiator all day. So when I go up against Emperor Gladiator and I make my attack roll, as the dice hit the table, I'm like, he has, he has Mastermind. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm no. just going to, like, I had the line. I'm like, if he misses shape change, I shoot his Gladiator for six and kill him. As I made the dice roll, I'm like, he has Mastermind. Um. And then Was I there a Larian village pog beside him or something? Or? No, he masterminded it to the flash. Okay, I mean, good enough. <laughs> um, and he then proceeded to kill my Emperor Gladiator on the next turn. Um, wow. 
I made it a little bit of a game because he, I guess, Jay never realized how Dark Phoenix's retail works. He thought she had to be able to see every target. Uh, he, she only needs to see the initial target. Yeah, uh, so I retowed within two hand line of fire. Yeah, I retowed his whole team with Dark Phoenix and killed a couple of guys. Um, but he managed to kill her, and then the game was pretty much over after that. So, like I said, played like an idiot. <laughs> but it was but a hey, good show. It's pretty good. At yeah, that big of a tournament. Yeah, I was I was happy with how the the team performed and how I did. Um, I definitely do think there is uh, one. I will say, I do think Mimic is better than Gladiator, as much as it hates me to say. Gladiator is the very I'm simple. I'm sorry. Point I need Mimic you to is, to what? Gladiator is just very simple point and shoot. Mimic has much more versatility, which is actually the X Men team, the X Men swaps, big benefit. I, I said it a couple times to the Phoenix Nest guys. Hellfire Club swap has all the silver bullets. X-Men has all the utility. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know. I still like Bishop. But... Yeah, my my problem with um, the Hellfire swap is just that I, I don't think that the backup plan, if you can't do the Gene Bomb, is quite strong enough. Like, I think there are teams that you just can't beat because of that. It's not... Like it's impossible. It's not a terrible team or anything. It's just not something I would play. <laughs> yeah, the X Men team just feels like more of a of a team to me. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, Hellfire Club. If you don't go into the bomb, like Blackheart Jason is still very good. Yeah, I mean, it's powerful stuff. It's just not quite as good as uh, like uh, and and sometimes being able to, you know, win most of your matchups at like an 80% rate and the ones that you don't at like a 60% rate is good enough to win a tournament. But yeah. Um, well, also black art with black art with the power gem is scary. Scary. Yeah, that's stuff. a lot of damage. <laughs> yeah. But my problem is that now that people realize that gene bomb is coming, I mean, not every team is going to like suddenly become gene bomb immune, but people are, I, I, I wouldn't play a team that just dies with gene bomb myself. So yeah. I feel like that line of play, like, that's not a guarantee. I don't know. I just... Um, but yeah, to your comment about Bishop, I think the game is too close combat for Bishop. You're not wrong, I guess, if you're hitting the starting. Yeah. I mean, I love that Bishop as a swap-in, but, like, compared to something that's on plan, like Mimic, I'm not sure that... Right, yeah. If I'm, if I'm using my Prime for the swap-in, I probably don't want Bishop. Um, I mean... I would rather, I would rather yeah. have it as Mimic. I want um, there to be a team, I don't know if I've said this on a pod, I want there to be a team where you just go on theme, but you play Professor X and Magneto, and then you just, like, can have a team with swap options with Bishop and uh, Harry Leland. Like, that just seems fun. Yeah. I haven't built it, and I don't necessarily know if it's good, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's not um, quite a straight swap there. Yeah. But yeah, it was yeah, a great event, yeah. very well run. Um, I've never, I've never been to Lucky Dice. Um, no, so, no, it's a really, so it's a really nice place that I like. I'm like, oh, I'm hungry. I'll just run over and grab some food. 
I've also never been to Lucky Dice, but having food on site is nice. There are way too many tournaments mm. that I've ended like nine hours later being like, I'm so hungry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you also have been to like, not including like Michigan or New York, you've been to what, one or one world, like worlds? Two worlds. Like PAX and Michigan? Or, and, um, PAX was. Oh my God. Graceland? I don't know why I'm so yep. bad at words today. So. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Surprising. Like, I haven't been to a ton of US stores. Um, sure. but yeah, I, uh, I will ha- like going to this event made me actually like when the rock cup r- comes around, like I'll probably go. Cool. Yeah. Interesting to see all of the swap teams. Like, w- so it's always hard to tell with things that just came out, whether they're, you know, six out of the top eight because they're the best thing or because everybody's playing them because they think they're fun. <laughs> um, yeah. And all, and obviously every player who is playing one of those swap teams is a really good player as well. So that helps uh, them make up a large percentage of the top eight. But it definitely doesn't seem like they're bad. There's definitely a lot to investigate there. Um, cable futuristic hologram swap is definitely one of the things that I'm going to be looking at for whenever I end up playing a tournament again. Yep. Um, because... Those two characters for 25 points. Is and I've, really I've loved that cable since that set came out. And yeah. I really wanted to play with them, and you just never could make it work. Yeah, it's a thing where, like, three 11 and three attackers for 100 points, only one of which can use TK, isn't very good. Like, it's, you know, fun, and the, it's hard for your opponent to score points off of it, and it seems like it should be good, but it just wasn't ever quite there. Even once Krakow and Revival came out and it got better, but when you can get rid of that 75-point cable for something that's actually good and is 75 points, then mm. then it gets crazy. <laughs> yeah, agreed. So, so were people playing the other Exodus at all? No. There was not a single 75-point Exodus. I still don't think he's good. Well, I think the... Yeah, I, so I, I, so, the, so, so the, 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 the important thing is he has to be on your main force, so you have to be Brotherhood. Oh, you're right. Okay. Yeah. So Fair that's enough. that part's not great. And also just is there a matchup where you want Exodus but wouldn't just rather have Gene Bomb? I was gonna say yeah. or just Harry Leland. Well, sure. like Harry Leland Exodus is great. And like I know like some people were like Harry Leland Exodus Emma Chase Emma Frost. Great. You have no offense. Yeah. How <laughs> are you killing anything? I, I meant I meant just your opponent Harry just walks not. their characters towards you and then stands there for a turn while you don't yeah. kill anything. And like my <laughs> my team specifically, I have two TKs and one is mobile. <laughs> so I just TK inside Exodus's bubble and shoot somebody for six and just kill them. Mm-hmm. I don't have to move. <laughs> yeah, that those cable clones TK, being able to like walk forwards and then TK to follow up your other TK is Yep. Because it's great that you can you can move them up, TK like for me specifically TK Gladiator next to them have Gladiator carry it so that I have a mastermind fodder. Yeah. Yeah, and if you are playing a Krakow and Revival variant, then you just get to keep reusing them. Those cables are awesome. Uh, I am interested. I was interested to see that everybody was running Cape Pride and nobody was running the uh, Ellie Deadpool. Um. I do think that Lockheed is better than the Ellie Deadpool thing. Uh, And I don't actually, I've never gotten a clear answer on how winning or losing map with him works. What do you Uh, mean? Like, do you still get the tokens if you swap out first? 
Yeah, the effect is triggered, so you have to resolve it. The reason, so the reason that you don't get Lockheed is because there's nobody to generate. Because K Pride is not there to generate. Yeah, correct. Yeah, not you don't, you don't have a reference square, but the effect's still resolve. triggered. Yeah, same as the okay. E thing. Okay, so so for Deadpool, the things that you swap in can get it, and if you lose map, you still get it. Yes. Well, the problem is I just don't. Um, well, so they would. They would. What they would do if you lose map, your um, opponent would choose for you to do Deadpool yes. first, yes, so that the swapped should. in characters wouldn't get the goodie bags. For sure. Yeah, yeah that also uh, makes it less good. Yeah, so that Deadpool is interesting. Uh, I mean, I don't think he's as good as Kate, but uh, he's a little more consistent. So what's cool about Kate too is if there's there are certain matchups where you just want to leave her in. And yeah. she's a Kirko and Reviver. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, um, yeah, she's she a really good. A lot of things. She just doesn't do any one thing well. Right. But yeah. um, there was another version of this build that didn't have Diamond Patch, but instead had Legacy Cyclops. Um, I think if I was switching from Emperor Gladiator to like A, I think the Cyclops becomes much more relevant because you can power gem Cyclops, <laughs> and you just have a really cheap revi- uh, revivable. 12 for 5. Yeah. It's 8 range that shoots. Yeah, people okay. need to realize that Cyclops, at the very least, isn't bad. No, people that say they they nerfed him, they didn't. All they did was make that's, a new character that you have the sculpt for already. <laughs> that's not like a statement that matters. It's they are letting you play a character that you couldn't otherwise. Yeah, it's, they, they created a new Cyclops. It's a net good thing. And also in Silver, you'll have access to both. Like, I, I that, it bothers me. And yeah, if you want to play action. the other one, yeah, yeah, the plus two actions is great. Can definitely matter on that kind of team where you have like a couple of maggots running around and a cyclops and an A and maybe some retaliators and it's like and suddenly you're like, yeah, five actions. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah. I'll take five actions. Man, what's it like to have Doctor Fate without playing Doctor Fate? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of really interesting things. I don't think that we've um, totally figured out the absolute most optimal builds of. Uh, these swap things yet uh especially for x-men i think for um hellfire club it's more likely that we've gotten closer just because there are a lot fewer options but uh for x-men i was gonna say so many interesting things you can do there that it's hard to say for sure that we've hit yep so so do you know uh do you know what who lucas and pj lost to uh pj lost you said sorry you said lucas lost to easton lucas lost to easton in swiss and in top cut. Um, Lucas also lost to Jalen. Oh, PJ so lost to Jalen. They I both think. went 3 2 and then went into top cut. Yeah, PJ yes. said that he had bad dice against Jalen, but he also like wasn't even mad. I can't remember what else, but yeah. Yeah, and then he lost to Brian by five points. <laughs> yeah, it's PJ's, PJ's losses total. Um, he, I think he said it was like a difference of like 20 points total. Wow. Between winning and losing. Yeah, I think I'll have to play Gene Bomb at some point just because that was a team that I was trying to make work back when there was no actual good way to make it work. <laughs> <laughs> so now that there's actually a good way to make it work, I have to play it. And there's there's some interesting things you can do with it as far as, like, if your opponent has Mystics, then put the Power Gem on Gene. <laughs> um, don't, you, you have to prob a 10 if you roll Exodus's Mind Control on Gene, otherwise she just dies. Amazing. Because the, the trick yeah, with the bomb is 
you get her exactly to stop so she can follow up pulse wave after the explosion. Yeah, I mean, pulse wave or with tempo, you can potentially make two attacks. Like you TK her out, you walk, yes. you mind control her, you yeah. walk forward, she makes an attack, then she explodes, then she makes another attack or a pulse wave. Correct. So um, you're actually like, I think, I think that's interesting to discuss because I think people who haven't seen the team in action might think that it's literally just you throw Jean forward, she explodes. If she doesn't kill everything when she explodes, then you're done. But yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's four <laughs> damage to everything mm-hmm. in a giant radius. Yeah, and, that was three. Well, it's three on the explosion, and then she follow up pulse waves another. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, so the pulse wave, if you need to, if there's a bunch of things with exactly four clicks that it kills, um, or if maybe there's, like, multiple larger things that you need to finish off, so you hit one of them first and then explode and then hit the other afterwards. Um, And that's one of the reasons that you want people like Kate Pride on your team and um, some of the Jason Wingard stuff because perplexing up Jean's attack so that when she's fairly alone on the other side of the map, she can actually hit her attacks is yep. really strong. <laughs> yep. Like, uh, so it's kind of like the um, old Hellfire Club Jean combo, except she actually explodes. But, yes. like, when I used to run that, I could kill entire teams just with, like, TK gene forward mind controller. She calls somebody in, they make an attack. <laughs> and that was enough frequently to win me games by itself. So if you also add the explosion damage, then uh, you're doing real well. Yep. I just, when I see the environment in these teams, I just, I don't know. I just don't feel like I'm, I want to play. I don't know. Like, and there's robots that you can't kill. I just, I don't know. I don't see myself having fun right now. But I'm very excited to build teams right now. <laughs> I don't know whether I'm as excited to actually play them. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, that's fair. I will tell you right now, I, since I've been playing, I have never fully experienced mental fatigue <laughs> until Saturday. Like, until this past weekend. That was like, a long event. It was a long Five event. Spaces. And doing and doing the swaps every round is exhausting. Yeah, yeah that's the say. other thing. Yeah, I know Adam has talked about, like, playing teams for stamina reasons. And, like, by the time you're in the... You, you played five rounds, and then... Like, your opponent, if you have your mental faculties about you over your opponent that could matter a lot yeah and then you and then you forget that the character you've been playing every all day has mastered <laughs> yep yeah you should have seen how tired i was after uh canadian nationals um which was also eight rounds yep. and i was playing the double trader team and yep. every turn is like Okay, so this object goes here, swap them on the cards, and then I do this, and then this object goes here, swap them on the cards, and then I do this, and then this object goes here, swap them on the cards, and then I do this, and now I'm sidestepping four times. It's like, all right, all right, I've it, take, taking my turn didn't actually take that long, but I was talking the entire time because I had yep. to tell my opponent that I was taking 17 free actions, and <laughs> yeah, so that that feels. The like sw- the swap teams here feel a little bit like that, except for you're you've loaded all of your thinking into the start of the game, <laughs> which, in my opinion, is almost harder at sometimes yeah. because you're having to do all that mental that that mental exertion one before you ever start, and you're doing it 
on a very quick basis. Like you have to do it. You have to analyze your, your matchup very quickly. Cause your opponent's going to be like, all right, we really have to start. Like they said, we had to start like five minutes ago. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> you can't just sit around picking your team for 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, if you do play this kind of team, bring snacks and water. Like, yes. Like if you're just playing some point and click team, like you sometimes don't need it, but when you're actually playing something that requires a ton of thinking, um, the brain burns a lot of calories like chess players eat and drink a lot while they're playing yep. because the brain actually, it feels like you're making some sort of physical exertion. You're not really, but your brain's consuming enough energy that you still really need to keep your electrolytes yeah. up and make sure that you're eating. I was so tired at the end of this event. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Those events are really long. Uh, I like two day events, but they're just like, you can't really ask people to commit two days to yeah, it. Yeah, they're not very frequently. So the unfortunately, you just kind of have to get used to the really, really long events. <laughs> yep. But yeah. yeah. Uh, you do consume more energy when you're having to think hard as opposed to not. Uh, your brain apparently uses 320 calories just to think. <laughs> Sounds all right. And then if it increases, like... Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna try to. A person doing it. cognitively challenging stuff for eight hours burns about a hundred more calories than a person watching TV or daydreaming for the same amount of time. Wow. Yeah. I think wow. I'm gonna try so, playing yeah. some online events. I do want to try some of these swap teams while they're uh, new and exciting. Yeah. So I might try to yeah. figure. Out I have the I have the opposite problem of the being tired because I tend to get the first round by and that's just like <laughs> sitting around for an hour. And, <laughs> a bummer and then you're tired for not doing anything well that's well it's not that it's that and then combined with um by the time i make it to the cut it's usually close like i've had jay does not score a lot of points (laughs) no it's not even that i i mean i will go i will have two losses and then you know only so many x2s make it in right so yeah and i've got a couple events where i go undefeated but then by the time like it's in a Swiss, I'm like really ready to go, and then there's a half hour break, and that just just oh, yeah. takes away all my you don't inertia. Like the breaks. No, I I mean I feel like I'd rather breaks in the middle of like during Swiss, but like I don't know, I just definitely don't, my I favorite are stores that like bring in pizza while you're playing, um, yes. or at least offer to. Like you don't have to charge for it as part of the tournament. But if you if it's possible to get food in the same venue so that you can just like eat quickly between rounds or something, that improves my experience in these a lot. Whereas otherwise, I like end up not eating all day and then just now, feel terrible by the end of the day. That was one thing about the Huntsville event. Like it was a good and a bad thing. It was run very quickly, but because it was run very quickly, they did time not. Rounds. They did not give much time between rounds to do anything. You just have to finish your rounds really quickly, Azra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not easy. Just gotta, I just had, gotta win in twenty minutes, and then you're okay. I had one game not go to time. <laughs> so I haven't played a physical event in like two years now. Um, so I can't say yeah. for sure that this would still be the case. But I used to finish every round in like fifteen minutes. So <laughs> I've never. I, and I'm I'm usually a pretty quick player. Um, but yeah, just it was it's grueling. Yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of decision making happening right now. So yeah, I can see how the games would go a little longer. The only other downside to this swap team is my tray is not big enough. 
Yeah, that is a problem. When you fill up your entire sideline and you're like, Man. yeah, entire sideline, and then I needed spots for my extra multiple mans, and then I needed extra spots for my Shi'ar soldiers. I didn't have enough room. <laughs> Did you ever generate multiple mans? No, but I wanted to have them in case. I'll be in case honest. Somebody was a dum dum. Yeah, I mean, nobody's gonna deal them just one click after toughness, so. That makes sense. Yeah. I miss physical events, but also, I don't know, this environment. I don't know. It's, it's definitely, it's been a, another double-edged sword of, like, it's really nice to be back out and, like, seeing everybody, as long as it's done safely. Um, but it's it's kind of nerve-wracking sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would also prefer to go to a store where masks were enforced, but that's obviously not going to be every store, so... Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I had I had a, a, friend, a local friend, Austin, come over to play some games, like, a week or two ago, and that was the first time I played Physical Hero Clux since the pandemic, because Tom ignored me when I said he should come over for some casual games, because he lives, like, five minutes drive away, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> but... Yeah, I don't know. I would I would enjoy playing some physical competitive hero clicks right now. I just don't know what it would be because my they, problem is that they I nerfed own, my like, team. They, right they nerfed my team, man. I don't know what to tell you. Like yeah. Which team? What? Which team? I mean the scientists slash oh. like, the flashes and all that stuff. Like yeah, flash evolutionary, that sort of thing. So Team Bomb is pretty good against that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, sure. Well, just one map. I mean, to be fair, yeah. I mean, I don't know what in win particular, map, like, easy. Oh, win map, they yeah, don't go into well, I mean, there just isn't a lot of stuff that's thick right now. It's a lot of low point dials. Like, there's going to be some stuff. Although, I, I guess it's pretty funny that Cable will survive the bomb, but not like Cable does survive other stuff the X-Men team. But Amazing. I'm looking forward to the next set. Hopefully it does some interesting things, so... Yeah, my problem yeah. with playing in person, other than, you know, events happening that I can get to and stuff, is uh, that I don't actually own any hero clicks right now. I, like, that. only bought House of X. Yeah, that would <laughs> make it kind of difficult. So, going to have to find some samples yeah. when uh, things start opening back up up here. Yeah, I mean, Dolly's apparently has some pretty good prices, so I think Emily got a black art for 30 Canadian, so... Mm. Okay, maybe, maybe I should look. Yeah. <laughs> so, but... I forgot to post questions, but we don't generally get a lot of them. But yeah, I mean, bunch of swap teams, Latveria, and uh, other random stuff, I guess. Was there any robot? Uh, there was there, there was a robot, but not in top eight. There was an, one animal team, also didn't make top eight. I think he went two and three. Um, yeah. Because PJ, PJ beat a robot team in Swiss. It'd be really, it'd be a really fun play to bring a Fantastic Four swap team right now. Although it's probably not actually good, but that would be pretty funny. The problem <laughs> with the Fantastic Four swap teams is they don't have a great uh, alpha selection. Option. Yeah, you can do no, some interesting things, just... but you like going first isn't a benefit for you in the same way that it is for everything else in the meta. It's like, oh, I go yeah, first. What's that mean? Generally... I get to, I get to get up to the square faster than you do. I mean, considering considering that the last Fantastic Four sets one good Fantastic Four figure that attacks as high evolutionary, (laughs) 
Yeah. Blackbeard meta, let's go. But, yeah, so I think that's pretty much it, unless anybody has any other thoughts. Uh, no, I don't. I mean, technically, we saw the front of Ultimate Warriors card today, but not the back. But nothing on that looks like it should be playable. He has, so. to, he has to be like forty points to be playable. And, and yeah, highly, highly doubt. Highly doubt. But okay, well, that's very deflating. So okay. hopefully, we see Cosmic Ghost Rider soon, and he doesn't suck. We'll see. Uh, it's possible. I wouldn't. I don't know. I feel like that kind of character seems like a bad idea to get your hopes up. Yeah, I am. Probably gonna start. Actually, one interesting thing. One thing that I'm interested in is seeing no Falcom teams top eight. Um, mm-hmm. Like Falcom is obviously really good. The keywords that he's on are less good than he is, but still good. So I, I expect to see some at some point. I think a lot of the. Um, best players there were really interested in the stuff that came out in rise and fall yeah and there there were a couple of fulcums in the event um like that plus 12 jlu team i think had Mm -hmm. one or two yeah there's also the difficulty of getting them (laughs) also true (laughs) i'm sure some people who would have considered playing a fulcum team just couldn't get their hands on them yet wait so what's the what's the initiative bonus on the Hellfire Club team that seven six six. Oh, okay. I, for some reason, had the sheet open already, so I can tell you it's six. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking like even if you're not winning the map. map but, no, no, I'm saying even if you win map against it, like it's not like I don't know. Just it's not like you can have your flash blow up their gene because they just don't swap into it. Right. So if they lose map, they don't go into the bomb. Yeah, so I guess my other thing is my one other thing is is the Hellfire Club a team that we think is gonna actually get more play? Like Lucas and PJ did well enough, but I mean, I don't know. PJ played it so probably, but PJ doesn't win big <laughs> events, so I mean PJ is gonna be too busy building more teams and being original, so I guess I feel like. I guess at the very least, it's one of those teams where you you kind of shouldn't play a team that like, gets completely wrecked by a gene bomb. Might be more of a gatekeeper uh, team than an actually event winning team, but uh, I mean, I'll be that, interested like, to see a theoretical gamekeeper keeper, gatekeeper team, like a theoretical lose condition sort of. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean things that like definitely lose to gene bomb probably aren't that good either because it's like. Okay, so your map bonus isn't great, and you don't have an alpha strike. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, Pretty like that's like the the teams that like the the cosmic like the Liberius or team I was playing like that wasn't bad, but it would just lose to Gene Bomb. Sure. That was a team that existed before, but yeah. So, um, I think the other thing with with these swap teams is if you plan on trying to quote unquote net deck them and expect to have success, good luck. You definitely have what, to put you a lot of practice into your swaps. Yeah, you uh, have to. You, you have to put the time into learning these teams. These are not point-and-click teams. Yeah, these are um, 
you would need like a four page guide or something to pick this up. Lucas actually made a little notebook for him and PJ that had their matchups in it, (laughs) like so that they could review them between rounds. That's cool. Nice. Uh, Okay, then we're going to close things off very, very dramatically. Go to. So that's it for today. And I want to thank the other people who are on the show for some reason. And I want to thank our patrons whose support helps us bring this content to you. So I don't have to pay for Podbean out of pocket. And speaking of Podbean, we have affiliate links where you can get one month of free hosting or $100 ad credit if you want to advertise with them. Those are in the description. We have all the usual social media, including Facebook page and group, Twitter, Instagram, uh, not um, I'm not sacrificing my dignity in making or posting any TikToks though. So, and I want to mention and plug our show affiliates. Devin Adams has the Happy Little Hero Cooks YouTube channel and Patreon. Aries has a Facebook page and Patreon, and stuff under Dishing Up Clicks. And it goes without saying that I am contractually obligated to ask if you've heard of ClicksNexus.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope that you make sure to have fun the next time you play Hero Clicks, whether it's competitive or casual.